can't be. Bring the ship up to broadcast them. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What's new, Hefe? Oh. What's that? Oh, Hefe isn't here anymore. The first show, Hefeless. It is the hideout. Hefeless. It is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Me, J-Dubs, hanging out along with Flip Satchel. Yes. And Nicole the Muffin. I don't know what we're calling you. I'll just call you Nicole. Does that work? Muffin? Keep it consistent. That's not something we do here. We like to uh, <laughs> to keep the people guessing if they're going to get something decent or terrible. Goes from night to night. You never know. What are you going with tonight, then? I- I'm in a bad mood. I- I'm thinking it's going to be real bad, but you should stick around for the train wreck. I'm you good. always want to watch it. How do they get a hold of us? 800-636-1067. That's 800-636-1067. Keep those numbers handy because we will be getting into... Um, one of the first things we'll get into is this Reverend Manning. I don't know who has heard about this guy yet out there. He is um, interesting, entertaining. He is a black preacher out of New York City. And uh, a black preacher that isn't like um, the other ones that have been in the in the uh, spotlight over the past year with the election. He is anti-black and anti-Obama to the nth degree. So he is... Uh, We've got audio from him. He's been getting death threats. He has a response to the death threats. We'll we'll show you why he's got the death threats right up front there. What do you mean this is going to be a train wreck, dude? we got all kinds of stuff going on this evening. This will be a good show. It's going to be fun. Manorexia is out there in the news. Uh, I guess it's going up. Another thing going up, vasectomies. This show has manorexia. We mm-hmm. just dropped about 280 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, El Jefe is done. I didn't done. add any. El Jefe, it's true too. El Jefe is off the show, um, probably 95% forever. He could come back, but probably won't. So if you're here for him, beat it. Uh, we'll also, if we get uh, in a pinch, we'll talk to Rock and Roll Cop. He was, the the charges on him were Who dropped. Who your bail? Or they, they just dropped the charges on you? Not me. I'm the guy. Oh, you didn't do this? No, no. Uh, I like to Dutch oven my my uh, any girl I'm dating at the time. I'll Dutch oven the hell out of a girl. That's where you uh, you let a little go, and then you trap her under the the uh, the sheets. Gaseous. Mm-hmm. Gaseous. Big fun. college football weekend. What happened with Maryland? Maryland. Look at them going on the road. 
two Clemson knocking off number 20 in the nation, 20 to 17. I'm so happy. I hate Clemson. I hate their stupid jerseys. Uh, they're like the Cleveland Browns of college football. I can't stand it. Congratulations, Maryland. All turf fans are celebrating today. No one. They were thinking they were going in there. No. Maybe not. Clemson's a good team. They're probably favored to win the ACC. Yeah. You got number twenty. Yeah. yeah. Clemson is a good team. Who? Florida State. They're no good. No. Uh, Miami. No, they're no good. No. Clemson. Is, Clemson was the team. Clemson and Wake and Forest. They maybe. Them off. Yeah. Uh, Wake Forest. That's always something that bothered me. Whenever I would see Wake Forest ranked in anything but basketball, I don't like it when these teams start, you know, branching off into other sports. There should be college basketball. Uh, universities and then college football universities. I I can't stand watching Duke go into somewhere and uh, doing an upset. Same with uh, what are some of the other big uh, like Xavier. I, yeah. uh, if Xavier came in and beat uh, USC, I would be livid. Well, I, well, uh, let's see. Well, Clemson was Clemson and Wake Forest were the two ranked teams that, mm -hmm. are, that are in the ACC. Uh, right now, Maryland's 1-0 in conference play. This is their second-ranked team they've beat so far. They knocked off Cal earlier in the season, 35-27. So this is, a, this is a huge win on the road mm -hmm. against Clemson. Clemson was the favorite. Will they game. be ranked? Maryland? Yeah. Uh, I doubt, I doubt be ranked. If they If they can pull it off one more time, I don't know. What, what does their schedule look like uh, uh, in they the got, future? They got Virginia. If they, can, if they can beat Virginia, Ed Virginia... Which I think Virginia may have gotten beat by Duke today. <laughs> Again, another basketball team going into football towns and beating them. And, and then they have to play. Oh, Virginia got lit up 31-3 to against Duke today. How embarrassing. That gave Duke like their first ACC conference win since uh, the inception of the score. Maybe since mm. Steve Spurrier was coached there. But uh, congratulations. Hey, they, it, they can take off at Virginia, which is a very weak team. They just got knocked off by Duke. Mm. And then if they can take out Wake Forest, then... Uh, Maryland might be in the driver's seat of the Atlantic uh, Atlantic Division of the ACC. Right now, they're at the top, 1-0. Another thing we'll probably jump into in a little bit here is uh, baseball. Baseball season's coming to an end, and playoffs will start. Uh, it looks like the Devil Rays, or, sorry, the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Um, it looks like they will be. They, are, in, they in won one, the AL East last night with the, uh, the Boston. Boston uh, losing. Oh, they Boston <laughs> lost last night. Boston lost last night. Wonderful. <laughs> so the Rays, the Rays clinched the AL East, and uh, you know the playoffs That's start Wednesday. Worst to first. You got yeah. First time it's happened. Well, I guess the the Cubs did it last season in the National League, but you know you're going to have the Cubs. Mm -hmm. The Cubs uh, didn't have a, the most horrible record mm. at, like the Rays did. The Rays, I mean, people around here are used to losing, and then it's all a, this fun stuff happens. It's, a, it's about time. They've gotten, what, they've been around for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. They've been in the bottom every year, so you mm -hmm. get a first-round draft pick. But you got 10 players, only nine of them on the field. About time they start doing something good. But, you know, you got, let's see, the Mets, they're imploding once again. Yep. The Phillies are probably going to be in the playoffs. The Mets are fighting kind of with a wild card, wild card. with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, so that's something to watch. What uh, about those Nationals? Oh, man. Thank you. I, I'd like to take my hat off to the Nationals for taking Elijah Dukes. And i got to find this old audio piece I did on Elijah Dukes when he got kicked out of Tampa Bay last mm -hmm. year when his his mom was on the radio talking about sm selling crack and Dukes came on what? trying to defend her. Man, it's a good little bit. I'll find it here on my computer. We'll play it later on. We'd, we'll talk we'll, more baseball yeah, coming we'll, up. We'll, we'll get deeper into that. Oh, um, Nicole yes. Muffin? Um, Nicole Muffin. I'll, I'll just... Put them together from now on. You met my dog yesterday, didn't you? Cody. Yes, yeah. Cody, my dog. And uh, I tell you what, this lady uh, in, where was it, uh, California, 
Yeah, she goes to jail this week for her dog attacking someone, giving her over 60 bites on the body. 70. Good. 70. And Good. she uh, uh, is now going to jail for, looks 15 like... 15 to life. Ugh. That's good. I almost Why? Had, 15 to life? I almost had to kick a woman's ass the other day in my neighborhood. You know, I'm, I'm getting ready for the draft and everything, running up three, four miles a day. I was out there running with my old lady and a, uh, a chow. Chow's a pretty mean dog. Uh, mm-hmm. Come running up. There were, there were two of them. Come tearing ass past me. I turned around. We kept going. Uh, my, my girl's freaking. I said, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Uh, one kept on going. One turned around and started to come back to, uh, towards us. So I got I got ready to kick a dog's ass. Mm-hmm. I wasn't about to sit there and get attacked and bit over 60 times. I was about to bite that SOB before he got to me. Mm-hmm. Kick him in the face, do what I had to do. Well, the woman in the house, we come running by the house, then the dog goes up there. The woman whistles at the dog and tells it to come hither. And then she goes inside and shuts the door and leaves the dog in the front yard. Without a cage or anything? Without a cage. She didn't get the dog. She whistled, told the dog to come here. She's talking on her phone on the front porch. Then she walks in and shuts the door. And then the dog is still in the front yard. And we're we're kind of passing the front yard as we're going by. So the dog kind of defends its territory, you know. He charges us one more time. You know, I don't don't disagree with uh, owners going to jail. I don't think a life sentence is something that uh, would be... Appropriate well, for it was anything. for manslaughter. And, yeah, uh, for, uh, did the, the person die? Yes. Yeah, who cares? It was a dog that did it. And it wasn't the person. The person wasn't holding a pistol. And, uh, it, and an look, eye for an eye. And get a pit bull. I definitely and put them in there like Silence of the Lambs. And those, those pigs put them in there and let the dogs Ew. eat the other person to death. I, I don't think that uh, the dog should be put down either. I think the woman should get three years uh, in jail max for a dog attack. And well, the, the dog uh, is obviously going to be put down. I don't, I don't know why. I think you take it away from that owner, uh, try to put it in a different environment, and or you know what, we have uh, uh, big areas of just wooded area. Let the dog out there. Let him uh, fend for himself. Let him be a dog. If you uh, if you can't trust him in like a city no. atmosphere, no, 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 you can't do that. Why? I'll tell you why later. <laughs> All right, we'll be talking about. That That's lady. a good one. I'll tell you exactly why. You're going to stay tuned for that. I got a, a real life personal example. You want to get into this uh, Reverend Manning real quick? We'll play. We'll play a few clips from him. Now, the debate. The debate was last there. night. Yeah, the the debate. Um, Obama versus McCain. Yeah. People didn't think McCain was going to show up for a few days there. Why well, wouldn't he show up? I well, wasn't getting that. Okay. Well, they you know the bailout situation all week, yeah. and uh, he wanted to make sure he was in Washington to get the stuff done, to get that bailout to go through immediately. And uh, he, he felt his time was better served in there than at the debate. I don't agree. I think he was just trying to play politics with it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think he was afraid of Obama, like everybody was saying, I because he held himself very well. They, they look good. Yeah, who, both of them. Who do you think will win in a fight? You put him in a cage. Let's go MMA, Obama and McCain. I'll tell you what, Obama I, and... I'll. Here's my thoughts. I'm afraid to fight black people. I don't know why. It just it scares the living hell out of me. Is Obama black? Yes. Is but it? but um, I do think that uh, that McCain probably wouldn't win, but would last a heck of a lot longer than any other 80 year old man. That's crazy. I didn't even know Obama was black. <laughs> That's what. What was the first hint that he wasn't? 
I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't seeing color or something like that. I saw oh, the guy yeah. running for uh, the president of the United States. I never even realized he was black. Yeah. So this Reverend, what's why does the rep, what's the Reverend have a problem with him? The Reverend Manning um, doesn't think that he is a good. Uh, one of the biggest things with him is that uh, he thinks the Clintons were very good to the black community, and he of feels they that, were. And he feels that the black community has turned on the Clintons in favor of just a black guy. We'll play the uh, let's play the um, his first clip on so Obama. So he knew he was black. Yeah, uh, the first clip on Obama. I guess when Obama first went out into the scene and tried to get elected, he was handing out booty shorts. <laughs> and like uh, baby te- baby doll tees and all this different stuff to promote himself for uh, the Chicago elections. And uh, here's his thoughts on Obama with that. Obama is a Mac daddy. Obama pimps white women and black women. He got started. You didn't notice him till he brought out those big chested white women with their tight t-shirts and their short pants. That's what a pimp does. Oh, come on! That's what started his campaign. He put his name on two big 54 Ds. (laughs) Obama! That's where you first saw his name. That's the first place I saw it on two great big old... (laughs) He's a Mac Daddy. He pimps white women and black women. Obama is a long-legged Mac Daddy. So that's his thoughts on Obama's original burst onto the scene that he was just being a Mac Daddy. That's um, just good marketing, right? I I don't disagree with that. I think that uh, you have to use whatever you can to get your name out there. And if you are a young guy on the scene and you want to get noticed, what do you do? You put your... your uh, you, you use sex. You use sex in your, to sell because that's... What sex that, sells? Yeah, because sex <laughs> sells. And it, I don't think it was a bad move, but I can see why the reverend being a reverend wouldn't like that all right we got uh another one then we'll save a few of these for later including his response to all the death threats he's been getting uh since i brought up clinton who's getting the death threats obama no no, no. Reverend. reverend manning People, why because he's uh speaking out against the black community and, and i thought it was just obama and obama well here's uh here's him somebody talk- somebody has to here's talking uh, about uh obama and clinton and the black community black people you are an impossible group of people. You don't respond to honor or integrity. Bill Clinton put $250 million, a quarter of a billion dollars, into this community to revitalize it. He just gave it as a departing gift from his presidency, and now you're trashing him. Now, I'm not making these statements because I'm supportive of Bill Clinton. But, you know... A man that has built your home the way this home has been, and now you are trashing him and his wife after he's given you all of what he's given to you from a man you have no idea what he's going to do. And the reason why you're doing it is not because of honor and integrity, but simply because he got a black face. But I told you, he also got a white mama. You hypocrite, you. You spineless. You know what? You don't have enough sense to pull out of a boot. And you're talking about Obama as your president. You are despicable. No honor. No integrity. If a man, well, I'm not in favor of Bill Clinton, but if a man has done for you as much as he has done, and then for you to trash him the way you are trashing him makes you less than a maggot. 
But that's how black men are. They don't have anything. And they're looking for Obama to give them more irresponsibility and unaccountability. Amen. They're looking for Obama. They're not looking for Manning who's telling me you got to stand up, bite the bullet, be a man. They don't want that. Now, I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to say amen to that. I don't think that I, but if I were it, to agree, if I were to agree with it, I think that is just as nutty as the people agreeing with uh, Obama's preacher earlier in the campaign. What was his name? Uh, Reverend Wright. Reverend Wright is just as wacky as this guy, but this guy is uh, the one getting death threats. I don't know. I'm not putting any weight into this guy, and I'm not putting any weight into the other preachers, but if you bring your own preacher into it and get him out there on the campaign trail, this is the door you open for people to uh, start playing these clips and these... uh, and bringing this against you. Is it wrong for me to agree with some of the things he said? Um, no, because... Is it racist? No, I don't think it's racist. I, I think it's, uh... I think it's a overblown, uh... Overmodulated piece of truth. Where he's just... He's taking it and just... He's being a shock jock. He's taking the ghetto... And just and being making a shock that jock. For everyone. Yeah, he's just being a shock jock. Hey, I have a question. Hmm? When he was preaching, was that like to his, like the first bit that you played, there was like laughter and stuff in the background. Was that to his congregation? Yeah, well, it, it, he's got a group. Let me, I got his Wikipedia page right here. He has a, uh, a congregation and a group. Um, let me see what. I don't see that as being shock jock. For me, the way, the way he delivered his message, maybe since he's a reverend, he had a, a calling from God to relay that message. I kind of tend to agree with some of the things he said. I, I, I like it. I think it's speaking the truth, and it's saying a, 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 sometimes when you go say something to somebody so directly that they're offended by it, it's, you may be telling them something they don't want to hear, something they kind of know underneath their skin. But when you call them on it, they're going to get upset about it. So these people are sending out death threats, saying, "No, Obama's the man. Obama's the man." No, everybody's just kind of jumping on board. He might be. We're talking about the uh, the Reverend James David Manning, Ph.D. He is the chief pastor at ATLAH World Missionary Church. Uh, in New York City, and he's he's getting death threats because he's speaking out against Obama, and he's speaking out against the black community, and people aren't uh, aren't liking it too much. I don't I don't blame him. If there is a a white guy out there, I started to say, screaming, can you imagine if this was a white reverend? Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, but if he was out there screaming how bad white people are, I would be just as pissed. I wouldn't give him death threats, but he has a response to the death threats, and we'll get to that in a little bit. 800-636-1067. It is The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene, and I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. A pet is part of the family, right? And what is the worst thing that can happen to that family member? An unexpected death of that pet. That's why Charles Bundy's Pet Executions of Alexandria takes the guesswork out of your pet's lifespan. You pick the day, you pick the time, and you pick the way your pet dies. Why come home to bad news and quickly slip into depression over your loss? You know when your pet is going to die, and that means you can prepare. Rest assured that we provide painless pet executions with quick-moving lethal injections that attack the nervous system to ensure that your pet painlessly passes to the other side. That's Charles Bundy's Pet Executions in Old Town Alexandria, providing your pet with a leash to heaven. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two, one. The Hideout. A juvenile comic and his straight man. The Hideout. Pathetic. 
You be the judge. Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. J Dub's hanging out with Flip Satchel. The Satchel Pets is in the house. And Nicole the Muppin. You want to reach the Hideout? Give us a call 800 636 1067. Hideout Radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideoutradio.com is still up and uh, it helps you navigate to different things. Actually, you know what? Let's cut that off and just go with. Uh, WJFK.com, where all the podcasts are. You can listen online. Uh, there's a kind of a roadmap to the show. I'll have that updated to be El Hefeless after this week. It's been a long week, so I didn't get to get on there. We got and a change everything up. Manorexia going on. Yes. I lost a little weight on the hideout. A little. <laughs> oh, come on. Why be mean? He can't be here to defend himself. Well. All right, a lot. And, uh, yeah. Oh, well, the one thing we started off talking about. Here on the hideout was uh, Reverend Manning, uh, this preacher out of New York City who is completely anti-Obama and anti-black uh, men in general. So let's go to line two, Jeff and Fairfax here in the hideout. Hey guys, how's it going? What's up, bro? Hey, listen, I was listening to the show, uh, and I, I catch you guys every once in a while late for work, and mm. you know, I, I just wanted to commend you guys for playing that tape because I. I heard about it a long time ago, and they found it on YouTube, but no other media organization will, will play it. Well, know, I, I, I just think it's interesting, because if it's, a, if it's a preacher speaking out against the white people and the white man, and uh, they're linking that to Obama, they'll play the heck out of it. But I want to... This guy is completely turning heel on his own people, and I think it's kind of interesting. Hey, I think he uh, could, could host his own uh, conservative talk show. <laughs> on the, on AM radio, it sounds like an AM talk show. Host. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to hear him. I think it'd be better than that Al Sharpton. That show well, is I mean, terrible. It, it was totally relevant to the topic, and you guys weren't afraid to play it. You know, and I just want to commend you for. Well, thank you very you know, much, Jeff. Thank you for the call, man. How sweet. Let's go to uh, line one, Zach. Zach, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, one of the things I wanted to cover, I didn't want to <laughs> skip past Reverend Manning, but, you know, last night's uh, debate, uh, yeah. I think uh, one of the things I missed uh, from John McCain was uh, why he didn't want to engage in uh, Pakistani incidents. I mean, the uh, junkies were covering that last week. There have been several attacks against the U.S. by the Pakistanis, mm -hmm. but when Obama bought it up, uh, McCain uh, just skipped over it and, uh, and, and, and tried to move along. And, uh, I'm just interested in why you all think he he, he wouldn't cover. I tell you what, when, when he when that when that came up, I noticed that. Uh, Thank you for the call, Zach. It, it, McCain did talk about it. Now he didn't say he would go in there and, and uh, start fighting with with the Pakistanis. He said, "Listen, Obama came out and said that that he would he would fight them. You know, he would go into their territory and go find them, no matter what that meant. Even if the the Pakistani government said no, don't do this." And McCain came back and said, "Listen, if you're going to point an armed gun to somebody." Mm -hmm. You better be willing to pull the trigger, oh boy. You know, it's I, like I, you can sit there and bump your gums and run your mouth, but you've never been there before. You've never been in that situation. You've never dealt with these people. Obama thinks he can sit down and have uh, tea and and crumplets with these folks. It's crazy. <laughs> well, and I also think that uh, that probably McCain, was that wasn't probably his strongest area of expertise, or if it was... Um, he probably didn't hold a, a completely different view of Obama. Well, I th I think that, so I, I'm sure that's probably why he didn't uh, jump into it more, because he, he did cut it short. If you're McCain, you know, and we all know McCain's not afraid of these guys, mm. and we know probably what he really thinks. Let's drop a nuke on it, on the area, 
Unless Turns white the glass, yeah. Yeah, the whole place. Now, well, how would it work if he came out and said that? Drop a bomb on, on, mm. on them and kill all the crazy turds. They're crazy. So let's just wipe them all out in one fell swoop, like we did in, in Japan. Well, uh, yeah, that would be a crazy statement. And uh, another crazy thing that happened out of the debates this week, um, the Klan was there. The Ku Klux Klan was hanging out at uh, Ole Miss for the debate. It's Mississippi. Yeah. I mean, you get these these uh, toothless, uh, tobacco-spitting... Barefoot. Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. Crazy people from Mississippi. That's that's what mm-hmm. Mississippi is. It's full of it. I know some good people from Mississippi, though. Black and white. Yeah? Yeah, I stayed in a... I lived with two boys called... Uh, two boys from Mississippi, two black guys I never met before in a camper for two months. Now, I don't want to completely change gears, um, but and this will tie in in a second... We were looking at a uh, a website before we got in the air today. Let me bring it up real quick here. I believe it's witchesgayer.com. <laughs> what is gayer? No, witchesgayer. Witchesgayer. Witchesgayer.com. And you type two things into uh, the the engine, and it will tell you which is gayer. How do I get According, there? I'm going to look at I think it's witchesgayer.com. Witchesgayer.com. And uh, it'll tell you, um, you know, no matter what. You type in there, which is gear, uh, according to Google Trends. And uh, I want to do this real quick. Let's put the KKK in against the Black Panthers. No, no. I was going to say against uh, Reverend James David Manning. No, because almost they fall on the same uh, side. So let's go uh, completely opposite sides. I can't spell which. Oh, wow. There we go. What do you guys say? What do you think scare? I'm Any going guess? with the the. Uh, I'm going triple K. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going with the, the Klan. The Klan is about sixty percent more gay. Yeah. than the Black Panthers. Kind of so, like some of the Republicans in Congress. Yeah, all uh, those people that are anti 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 really in the closet. Mm, they tend to be uh, the ones just they're trying to uh, curb their own appeal for the the man ass. So they they like to make it illegal. So the Klan being out there doesn't bother you guys. Uh, not really. I, it's that whole freedom of speech type of deal. I'm not going to tell the them that. whole freedom of speech thing. Yeah, and you can no, go out there and look at them and be like, look at you bunch of idiots. You know, you're you're so ignorant, you're stupid. Well, you can were chastise they like them. burning crosses and no, they're just painting out, stuff? Or were they, they just chilling? They're just out there basically uh, holding their signs up, see, wearing their hats. It's perfectly harmless. Everybody mm-hmm. can see them for what they are. I've seen them on Jerry Springer. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody else has. You look at them and like, look at the freak show. Mm-hmm. It's nothing you take seriously. You're not. You're not, They're not out there, you know, with a, a, a sign-up list, just having members enrolling left and right. You don't take them seriously, but you were sitting there taking uh, Reverend James Manning seriously because he made some comments I, uh, that I tend to agree. You guys with. want to hear one more before we uh, move on from this, and yeah. then we'll we'll save the death threats one for later. Play something, um, then I'll tell you whether I agree with it or not. All right, here he says he hasn't trashed Obama yet. Well, let me just say this first of all. I haven't trashed him. Good. I haven't trashed Obama. Speak the truth. His African in heat father went a whoring after a trashy white woman. He was born trash. I said he was born trash. Uh I didn't trash him. I'm speaking the truth about him. Now, once again, I am a diplomat, but I'm not a (laughs) compromiser. I got a word in my mouth. He's a diplomat. I said I got the word of God in my mouth, and God's not afraid of Obama or anybody else, or Ted Kennedy, or that little Carolina, or anybody else. 
So there's his comments, and he hasn't trashed Obama. And he said Obama his, his mother himself. was trashy. I guess. I, is his I, mom a white woman? Uh, yeah, his mom's a white woman. All right. And uh, she doesn't look trashy. She doesn't seem trashy. Uh, in, uh, let's say the interracial. You know, we could get into that. No, I mean, that's not. Uh, I, and I wouldn't call that trashy either. I think it. I think there might be a reason why he hasn't really paraded her background out there, but I don't think so. From what I. I if there was anything trashy about her, it probably will have been brought up already. And I haven't seen anything to say that. Reverend Manning, though, he has a, a different view no, on everything. I, I tend to agree with him. I, I'm not going to elaborate or anything, but I, I tend to agree with him. I think of course he, you do. I think he's made some valid points, honestly, and I think he's saying it like it is. I'm, glad, I'm glad you were able to get back here from Ole Miss where you were out there wearing your, your nice white robe and hat. No, 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 no. It's there, very good of you to get back to the show. There are a bunch of show. goofy jackasses out there. 800-636-1067. Uh, we're going to take a break here and come back and finish up. Uh, actually, we're probably done with Manning for a little bit, so if you want to uh, hold on to your calls, if you have anything more to say about him, we'll save that for uh, his we'll response in, to the death threats that he's gotten. We'll get into the debate a little bit more, some of the topics that they hit on as well. And I want to talk football coming up in baseball Paul in a little Newman. bit, too. Paul oh. Newman. Oh, God oh, bless. Yeah. God bless. Oh. What are we going? What are they going to do with all that ranch at McDonald's? It smells. It just, it, it, it's turned. <laughs> it's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Hey, listen up for a second, J-Dubs. I got to talk about my friends over at Yesterday's Pork. That's right, Yesterday's Pork. Time is precious. Between the busy work week and taking care of the family, not everyone has time to cook and sit down for a good meal. Hell, eating out is getting too expensive anyway, especially with gas prices skyrocketing and the economy unstable. I don't know about you, but everyone I know is looking to save a buck or two. Yesterday's Pork is the place for you. Now I know you've heard of day-old donuts. Listen, it's the same concept, just a different food group. Yesterday's Pork, they collect leftovers from your favorite restaurants and buffets in the area. These restaurants can't throw away all that unused food. They're starving kids in Africa for crying out loud. Unfortunately for them, they're too far away to benefit, but you're not. Yesterday's Pork serves hot meals at a fair price for dine-in or carry-out. That's Yesterday's Pork, two miles from downtown Fairfax. Yesterday's Pork. It's leftovers from the fridge without cooking in the first place. Hideout. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street with nobody anywhere seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in a house and Slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. Hideout. Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Do you want to get a hold of the show? 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Also, if you are on your computer and using that thing called the Internet... Get on the AOL Instant Messenger and hit us up on Hideout Radio. Hideout Radio is the name on the Instant Messenger. Also, uh, WJFK.com has all of the podcasts ready to go. You can click there to listen live. And uh, you can do that all week long. Listen to some of your favorite shows in the whole wide world right here on 106.7 WJFK. All right, we're going to 
let Reverend Manning rest for a little bit. We'll come back to him. Also, what we've been doing, and we'll continue to do you it. You can't keep a good dog down. No. He'll rear his ugly no. head again. And what we've uh, also been doing throughout the show, and we'll continue to do, witchesgayer.com. You just type in a couple things on witchesgayer.com, and uh, through Google Trends, it tells you which is gayer. Um, and uh, back, uh, back at the uh, studio, WJFK intern has been looking up stuff, and uh, Satchel Patch, you are officially gayer than myself. <laughs> um, the Lions are gayer than the Redskins. Lions are my favorite team. And uh, thank God the Lions have a bye week this week, so I don't have to be depressed all Sunday. Well, they had that old debacle. They, they fired Millen. Finally. What are you, you happy about that? Yeah. From a Lions fan. Do we want to actually get into football here? Yeah, man. Let's talk a little football. Uh-huh. I mean, there's some big games. Let's do. The big game. Football. Big game in the D.C. area this weekend. Who's playing? The Skins and the Cowboys. There's always a big one. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, rivalry in the NFL. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles. I think, is there anybody besides the Cowboys that, that have rivalries? Uh, I mean, think about think Packers. About big, Packers, Packers, Bears. Packers, Bears. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big one. Uh, right. The Chiefs and the uh, Raiders. Raiders. And Raiders. The, the Cowboys and the Raiders, I think, have the most rivalries. Mm-hmm. You can go Cowboys and 49ers just because the old school yeah, the matchups old playoffs, they had. Yeah. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants. Mm-hmm. Anybody in their, that division. How about, uh, how about the, the uh, Patriots and uh, Giants? Well, check this out. You got, uh, not so much. I would go Raiders. You got the Raiders, mm-hmm. Broncos, mm-hmm. Raiders, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. That division as well. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what used to be the uh, Patriots won? The Bills or was it the Jets? Probably the Jets more than the Bills. Maybe the Jets, but I could see a New York team, but it'd be the Jets, Patriots yeah. and the Jets. Uh, but other than that, maybe one of the new rivalries, uh, maybe the Colts Colts and the uh, Patriots? Maybe, yeah. I mean, whenever a team dominates for a while, they're going to get a few um, rivalries going because a lot of people just want to take them down and peg and will do anything to do it, like the, uh, the Jets have taking the gloves off against them and trying to get them in trouble legally in the NFL. So that's going to make the rivalry a little bit more tense. What are the 1 o'clock games we have? Muffin? 1 o'clock games, uh, Cleveland at Cincy. Who do you, who do you like in that? Cleveland, Cleveland or Cincy? Cleveland uh, give me Cleveland. Been awful. Cleveland. No, I, I think Cleveland. Ocho Cinco have... is terrible. Awful. I think I just told everybody. I'm going, I, I like Cincy in that. Really? Has Cincy won a game this year? No. No. I'm going to Cincy to go get their first win against Cleveland. Okay. Alrighty. What else we got? Then we got Minnesota at Tennessee. Tennessee's good, even though they, they finally got their senses to him and said, to hell with Vince Young. Yeah, put him on backup. Uh, get, let him go kill himself, go fish, do whatever he wants to do. Uh, well, he's out because of his ankle anyway, right? No, he's not. He tried to kill himself. He yeah. wanted to kill himself. They got rid of him because he's a psycho. He's, he's just like when he's when he's in he's the pocket, immature, he can't pull the trigger. He, he's, he's he can't a, handle the pressure coming out there by booing him. He's a skirt. He's, he's, grow up. he's a skirt. Uh, but Tennessee's defense, outstanding. That's kept, kept them in. They so, only lost who do you pick? Game. Tennessee. Tennessee, how about you, Muffin? I'm going to go with Tennessee on that one. Hmm. What else? Uh, we have Broncos at Chiefs. Broncos. Broncos got a solid team. Chiefs are very weak. Chiefs are horrible. Yeah, Broncos. Aren't they on like an 11-game losing streak right now? Yeah. But the, like from I, last season? You know what's going to be interesting? I believe it's like week 10 or 11. Lions, uh, Chiefs. That's going to be a terrible game. 
That is, you almost called it interesting. I think you did call it interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting on how bad it is. It's gonna, it, you know what it's going to be? Yeah. It's going to be the game for the number one pick. What else, yeah. What else you got? Um, we have Niners at Saints. 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 Niners aren't bad this year, though. They're actually playing oh, decent. Saints. They're not good. No, they aren't good at all. Drew Brees and Reggie Bush. Yay, fantasy. <laughs> I put some Febreze on my couch the other day. <laughs> it, 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 I tell you, it, it really does wonders. I love that stuff. I spray it. Like, after you hit the couch, car. I go doing it. I, I hit the walls. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll put it on, on drywall, sheetrock. You, you know, if I'm running low on deodorant, I'll spray some Febreze in my uh, armpits. I do it on my clothes. Mm -hmm. It makes your dirty clothes last longer. You know what? You know where I do? I do, James it, I do it. I do it right in the uh, in the uh, the bottom area of the underwear where Ooh. that can get a little little saucy. You're, and I like that. It away. I like that You're smell. Though. Mm -hmm. I keep it. I keep that. <laughs> now, uh, who do you pick in the? You, you already said Saints, right? Yeah, we're going yeah, Saints. Saints. And you have both uh, Breeze and Bush in your fantasy team. I do. They've been my horses like the whole league so far. Mm, do you end up? Uh, Actually, liking a team after a good year of fantasy football. Me, I I like the Chargers because I had uh, Ladainian Tomlinson like four years in a row, so I started watching them every year, mm -hmm. and I, I love the team now for some reason. Same thing with the Eagles. I had McNabb for a while in my early years of fantasy football, and now I love the Eagles. So really? yeah, I mean, I mean that's how I get into out of town teams. I've, Personally, I, I kind of see where you're coming from on that. I've watched because you're forced to watch them. You kind of get into the storyline. Well, yeah, you pay more attention to the teams and their divisions and things like that. But I, it and then doesn't after, divert my, you know, liking towards them. Well, I mean, after four years of watching one team, you start to grow a little fond of them. I was just wondering yeah. if anybody else really picked their teams like that. Divert for you, and it went away. Mm. What else we got on the one o'clock games? All right, we got um, Arizona at New York Football Jets. The Jets. Uh, Brett Favre, he, man, he's not doing it for me. That guy, he he wishes he stayed retired. Everybody no, in New York right no. now wishes he's he stayed still, retired. He's still, he's still questionable, too. He's still great. He's still great? Yeah. Man, I, I, think the Jets. I think he's a whiny big baby. Oh, how is he a big yeah. baby? He goes out there. He's and he, terrible. He's a terrible quarterback. He hasn't done anything. He, last year he had a decent yeah. season. The only reason he had a decent season is because he had a good defense. <laughs> he had a good offensive line. And his, look, at the, the corners on that team are some of the best. On what he had last year in Green Bay, Charles yeah. Woodson and, and, and Al Harris his, his, and some of those others. His wide receivers are god awful. Then no, so, Chris Chambers. Come on, he's a good he's a good receiver. I, I he did not have the, some of the receivers that DC has. Donald Driver. I mean, he's a good receiver. He looks like uh, most deaf. All right, what's the next uh, game? All right, next one. I know we got some drama going on about this one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay at Raymond James with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> Give me is Green a Bay. Yeah, no. Tampa Bay. Aaron uh, Rodgers is Brian a, Greasy all the way. No. Battle of the base. Aaron Rodgers Ugh. is a better quarterback than, than Brett Favre ever could wish he would be. <laughs> you, you are you're insane now. No, I'm not. I you take you take the uh, I, HGH we, out of Brett Favre <laughs> and then Brett Favre is nothing. He's we, a noodle. He's a rag arm. If we didn't he's have to man. take a break in a second here, I would uh, sit here and debate you on that all day long. But what's the next game? All right, three more games. We have um, Atlanta, Carolina. 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 That's a divisional game. They're going to stomp them. Carolina. Uh, Houston at Jayville. Jacksonville. Give me Jacksonville. I'll, yeah, I'll they, take they, the Jags, too. They're one and two. They're at home. Houston ain't going to do anything. And that's it for our one o'clock game. Did we even pick a winner on the uh, Redskins-Cowboys no, game? That'll be, that's 415. Yeah, but did we, did we pick a winner on that yet? No. 
Yes, we, we, we'll say that for later. We can make our picks later All right, on. We'll so. come back with more it's football. This game's got to go to DC. I mean, to uh, Dallas, the big D. And uh, a couple, a couple uh, little updates on what is gayer. Uh, Democrats are officially gayer than the Republicans, according to WhichIsGayer.com. Really? <laughs> Let's take a break. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. Caution. Retards in area. The hideout. Welcome back in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. That's right. Joe Radio comes up right after us at 9 p.m. Make sure you tune in for that. Joe Radio right here. Joe Ardinger on 106.7 WJFK. Every Saturday night right after us, the hideout. I'm J-Dubs. Flip Satchel standing over there. Yes. And as well as Nicole. Nicole, Muffin, Honey. Yes, here. People are asking for pictures of you. Is oh, really? there a uh, a MySpace they can go to or anything like that? No? Um, hmm. I'm trying to figure out a place where they can go where they can get a, a photo. Uh, Maybe I'll put one up on uh, WJFK.com. Yeah, go you to. Can, you can do that. Okay. Is RichardsRealm.com? <laughs> yes. I'll beat your ass. Barely legal area of Richard's hey, realm. There you go. There you go. Have you ever videotaped? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. I have never. I, I'm more old school. I have still photos. <gasps> yes, I have. You have? Yeah, but I don't like. It's fun during mm-hmm. during the yeah. act. I'm sure the anxiety but, afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like watching it, I'm like, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> So you actually watched it? I don't know if I could get myself to watch it. What's I mean, the point in videotaping if you're not going to watch? What do you do? You can uh, critique it like it's game game tape, and you uh, you know you got a uh, one of those uh, yellow pens he circling been stuff. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that completely blew it right there. That the the game was over, and then <laughs> what about you, Satchel? No, I've never done it. I don't believe you. I haven't. Have you ever taken nude photos of yourself? Oh, no, not really. No? I haven't done no. that. Nope. No? I've, never, I've never videotaped for that point you're talking about. What are you going to do afterwards? Watch it? Yeah. No, I don't want to look at myself. You don't want to, you don't want to see if you are, I don't know, if your technique is just no. awkward? No, you no, no. Yourself. No, no, I really, I really have no interest in doing that type of thing. I, I would... But I don't think I would be able to um, keep it around at all. And I, and by that I mean, if it was like a digital camera, I would have to destroy the whole hard drive because there'd be a backup on there and everything. I I couldn't risk that getting out there because I would be immensely the embarrassed. Six I don't know, man. Everybody, you know what? A lot of money. I would do it. <laughs> I would do it if I could dress up as a plushie. You know, in like one of those... With those plushy fetish? Like yeah, I don't know fetish. what that is. Yeah, but they, they dress up in like mascot outfits and they have sex. How can you do that if you're a mascot? It's well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that on a... It was on an episode of Entourage when they did that Johnny yeah. drama. Like, he had a, he found this really hot girl and mm-hmm. she was into mascots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just kind oh, of... Plushies. And you kind of you kind of remove that area of the, uh, the costume so yeah. you can do your thing, but... You, <laughs> All right, we were talking earlier about, uh, we, we, we let off the show, I guess, uh, Reverend James David Manning. We talked a little bit about the uh, the debate happened last night, Obama and McCain. Of course, uh, James Manning, he, he has not in favor of Obama. We played some of the clips. We'll play some more coming up. We talked a little bit about, 
about the NFL, the one o'clock games, Dallas and the uh, Redskins are getting it on in a four fifteen mm-hmm. game in Dallas. And the, the college football. Now, have you been watching any college football today? Maryland, they had the big win in Clemson. Michigan, they just got through coming back on number nine in Wisconsin. Three of the top three of the top ten teams. USC got beat on Thursday night to Oregon State. Mm-hmm. At Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Florida got beat by a weak Ole Miss team. Houston yep. not a guy that got fired from Arkansas last year because he couldn't coach. Florida comes into Ole Miss, gets robbed today. I think ended up final score thirty one to thirty. So that's the second top ten team. And now Michigan, but they were getting drummed earlier by Wisconsin. What was the, what was the score they're, now? They're, they're getting beat by like 20-some. 20 20-some 20 to then, nothing. And then they end up winning by two, 25 to 27 they end up winning. All right, so then, so that game's just over. That game is over. Michigan wins, beats number nine, Wisconsin. Duke, even though Virginia wasn't ranked, Duke won. Did mm-hmm. they ever win? That's an upset. And then once again, Maryland. It's college football. I don't see why y'all hate on the pro game, or, or you, you're so in love with the pro game, mm. pro game, and you you hate on college football because so much. college, they, it, it is literally that thing of all the players are so bad. Well, most of the players are so bad that uh, a small team could NFL? come in, and they're all the best players, it's all the best of the best go to the NFL. You don't uh, see you don't see these guys are gonna end up. Uh, uh, turn wrenches somewhere on the CXFL. Ricky Williams, uh, he hate me. The beer man, you he hate me. Wasn't uh, a big NFL star. He played special teams. All right, look at the look at the beer man. Who? The beer man. The guy that he was. He used to return for. Uh, he kick return for the Saints. He was a special teams man. But they called him the beer man because he was delivering beer the year before. Yeah. Look at the defensive end for the Buccaneers. Uh, last year, I was working at Best, or not last year, year before last, he was working at Best Buy as a security guard. Yeah, he, uh, but he... Kurt Warner, he, arena football. He used to bag groceries like a retard. All that, right, that's look, one, there's your talent. That, that, well, I always thought he sucked, but that's one thing that I never understood. Look at your Detroit that, Wait, hold on, hold on. That's one thing I never understood was how Kurt Warner was bagging groceries before. I've never had a non-mentally challenged <laughs> person bagging my groceries. I used to do that. <laughs> Case in point. That was point actually proven. my first job. Really? Back in Kentucky. Bagging groceries in Kentucky. That's wow. what you do in small towns. Small, yeah, K. Roger. K. That's Roger. where I started uh, my first. No way. Yeah. Look at you two. Aww. Guys going Kroger in together. Yeah, man. I, like it's Still to this day, Kroger-y. I won't let, let people bag my groceries. Listen to this. There's something I, that I was watching last night. What You you watch TV? Are y'all much into TV at all? Uh, I don't have cable. Not really. I don't have cable either, but you got the coat hanger, right? You get your your yeah, but that's used on uh, on women. So, well, whenever you whenever you're not working as mm-hmm. a as a part time so called uh, medical student, Phil. Yes, <laughs> you haven't quite got your doctrine yet. No. Uh, all right, I, I I don't have cable. I plug the coat hanger in. What were you watching? Uh, something jobs. Craziest jobs, dirty jobs. jobs, dirty jobs. Is that like a reality show? Yeah. And, and they go around. Now that's good entertainment. And I'm not usually a big fan of reality television. I think it's crap. And I think television, the product, NBC, their Thursday night lineup is good with The Office. Mm-hmm. You know, every, uh, my name is Earl. You ought to put the co hanger in for that. You can get the I'm not home. good stuff. Well, I'm, there's good I'm stuff. I'm working until 11. Last I, night, I can't. I can't TiVo with a co hanger. 
Yeah, you got a point there. Uh, internet. Find a DVD. NBC.com. Anyway, so last night before the debate came on, I was sitting there watching this Toughest Jobs. What did y'all say it was? Dirty Jobs. Dirty Jobs. That's pretty good. They get these people to do some crazy things. Last night they had them in there with a bull. Okay, right? no, I hang on. They had to be a now rodeo we're talking clown. about some different. Dirty Jobs is a job like on or a show on like Discovery or on something. Yeah, National Geographic. National Geographic. It's not that one. Yeah. It's not that one okay. where there's two. Guys, there's a guy that goes out and says this is the hard, dirtiest job to do. No, this is toughest jobs where they have it's a, uh, a reality series where they have about five or six guys. You know, men and women. There's there was a list. America's deadliest job. Thank you on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger Hideout right. Radio. They put him in there with the bull, a rodeo clown. Now, you know, it's a clown. It's not the goofy honk, honk, honk on my nose clown. Come to your birthday and blow up balloons and turn a balloon into a dog or a poodle or anything like that. A rodeo clown. I don't know. Have you, have you, anyway, you ever been to a rodeo? I've never been to one. I mean, no. I've seen it on TV, yeah. but I've never. Might ever go to a rodeo. Yeah, I, they're, they're kind of boring. But these bulls are some powerful, powerful animals. Why would I go to a radio while there's internet porn? Why would I go to get out? Because you go, you, you you're going to see somebody gored either way, one way or another. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why not go? Why not watch a, a two thousand pound bull <laughs> get him? You know they put they put these guys, one of them, uh, a former cop, some model, these awkward people, and they put them in there, mm. and they were kind of giving them a training with how to dodge a bull, and they put right. like the horns on front of a wheelbarrow. Mm. But that was entertaining television. I actually kind of enjoyed it, and it's one of the few reality shows that I was able to watch that actually had my attention. I was, and they put them in there. Would you go into now? This was something that actually scared me when I'd watch them get in there with this bull, and this is a freaking bull. You know, I don't. When was the last time? Have any of you ever seen a real bull in real life? Yeah. They're huge. They're yeah. powerful. Scary. And to not have training to get stuck in there and, and be a rodeo clown? And when, once the cowboy falls off, you what would get the it, bull off? What would it take for you to be able to knock out a bull? To knock out? Yeah. You can't do no, it. No, it's impossible. Uh, okay. Be. Tied down, you have a two-by-four. You can't do it. You're in the it. face. How many shots? You can't do it. Oh, I guarantee. No, give, you can't give me, do it. Give me an aluminum bat and a tied-down bull. Oh, yeah. I'll knock it out. No, he will bust the, the bust the strings and bust no, your ass. No, he can't bust the strings. They're metal. They're metal tie-downs. And then I punch it in the what face. What kind of and metal tie-downs do you have? You I don't heard care. Of. Put it in a cage like it's at the zoo. And you're going to beat that bull into submission. He's going to bend the bars and beat your ass. No, he, I, bull can't bend bars. Yes, he can. Bulls are, I would kneecap bulls are powerful. First. They're some of the most powerful creatures on this planet. Hippo. Bull. How, how does the clown beat it? Swiftness. Moving mm. your feet. You, you move side to side. You don't run in a straight line like a couple of these <laughs> idiots found out last night and got gored. Have you never watched the television programs like not Animals Gone Wild or... Who would win in a fight? Bull or hippo? Find out what's gayer. Bull or hippo? Ah, oh, you stole it from me. Was it, uh, it was gayer. Which, which is gayer.com? Yeah. Which is gayer.com? A bull or a hippo? Bull is definitely a hippo because a bull is something a straight man keeps intact and keeps it on a nice tight leash. You keep your bull very close to your heart. Very Bull is way gayer than hippo. Ah, you're full of it. Way gayer. No. I'm not buying it. Well, why are you buying it? Hippos are tough, the toughest animal in the world. No, I would I would give a bull. I would go with a bull. You'd go with a bull over a hippo? Hippos don't have horns. They got a couple of those sharp, sharp teeth. All right, more of this nonsense coming up in a few minutes. we got to take a break. It is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout, hideout. Answering the big question. World hunger. Terrorism. And the biggest question. Do you take it in the... Take it in the... 
I've heard about J-Dub's fruit baskets, but I'm not sure I'm ready for one yet. Ready or not, here's your fruit basket. J-Dub's Fruit Basket Stand, the industry's number one provider of fruit baskets. J-Dub's distributes his refreshing delicacy that will make your taste buds tingle with pleasure. When can I get a fruit basket from J-Dub's? He is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and is available upon request. J-Dub's Fruit Basket Stand is mobile for your convenience, and he does make house calls. What does this fruit taste like? Your mouth will salivate from the anticipation of the luscious and exotic flavors that will drop you to your knees. J-Dub's Fruit Baskets have a fresh aroma with a nice variety of natural juices and sweeteners. How much does this fruit basket cost? Cost varies from basket to basket depending on size and selection. You can count on J-Dub's to give you the bang for your buck. That's J-Dub's Fruit Basket Stand, ready to serve you with the pleasures you desire. Who wants a fruit basket? Oh, I want my fruit basket right now. I'm ready for my fruit basket. I love J-Dub's Fruit Basket. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomites. The hideout. Overtones of bestiality. The hideout. I'd like to welcome aboard our new sponsors. Thank you. Sales team over at WJFK doing very well. You'll hear them throughout the show. They're doing well because we're doing well in the yeah. Saturday night spot. Yeah, Saturday night's blowing up for us, blowing up for us and Joe Ardinger. You put on a good radio program mm-hmm. and the people want to be a part of it. Joe Radio comes up at 9 o'clock. We're kind of the Joe pre-show. You can give us a call, 800-636-1067. I'm sending over a couple of pictures of Nicole the Muffin. Two, uh, two of the WJFK studios. They're going to try to put it on the hideout page on WJFK.com so everybody can take a peek at it. I've got a, a few, uh, more than a few, um, requests for that. But listen, what I was trying to say in that last segment, not to, not to beat off the path or anything, but I just think bulls are crazy. And there's not there's a bunch of crap on TV, especially with the reality television. Mm-hmm. I think it's a decent show getting these people to do some crazy, outlandish things, which that's pretty much all reality TV is anyway. But when you well, I'm some, shocked about. When you throw people in there to be a rodeo clown that have never done it before, getting in there with the bull is extremely, extremely crazy, manly. The, you know, it, it's a clown job, but the manliest of manly men are rodeo clowns. I, what I'm shocked about is your um, complete dismissal of being able to knock out a bull i think any man out there would say all right given the correct circumstances yes i could knock out a bull i think it, i think that's a pride in your manhood that says yes maybe maybe if you have two bulls charging at you simultaneously and you jump or you duck right as they get to you and they collide then with then each you other are, you, you, the bull's knocking out the bull not you well you outsmarted the bull yeah that's not hard to do Wait, you, and you carry around a red cape with you? Yeah, it's uh, you have to you have to be able to uh, take a brick and bash a bull in between the eyes and say yes, I think I could knock him out. And that's something that's that about I, the little engine that could. I was uh, flipping through Yahoo, the little Easton that could, and uh, they had a article on live science at women at home. Women rule Yay. is the uh, the uh, that was very woman like. I know. <laughs> I guess in the professional world, men still are on top, but uh, around uh, 43% of couples, women take more of a decision role in the household uh, direction of where the family's going. What households are these? 43% of them out there. Uh, I imagine this 
I, I want to find out where this poll was taken. I know it wasn't taken in the South. Uh, maybe in San Francisco, maybe in Los Angeles. Uh, so it's a nationwide maybe, poll. Maybe in Florida. No, you don't have too many hippies here in Florida. I'm thinking they, this but poll was taken. It's not a hippie issue. Okay. Yes, it is heard. a hippie issue. Okay, listen. It absolutely is a hippie issue. Okay, listen. Going on this route of it, I've worked, I worked before I got mm-hmm. into radio, I worked with kids with YMCA for like six years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the mamas. What are you doing working? What are you doing with the job? Huh? <laughs> what are you doing with the job? What am I doing with the job? Yeah. Do, do, what can you cook? Name me five wonderful meals you can cook. I can cook so well. I said I name no me idea. five. I'm from I Kentucky. Didn't... Of course I can cook. Five. Give me five meals. I can make. She can make a uh, ham bone last for fifty days. <laughs> yeah, get, I can make chicken cacciatore. I can make homemade hey, chicken and nothing to do with your cooking. I can make um, two. I can. You got two things. What are you doing with the job when you can only make two things? Continue. You know what? <laughs> Continue. I'm going to beat your ass because this is not about me cooking. My point was, is that. The women who would pick up the kids from the YMCA were the stay-at-home moms, and they did make most of the decisions because the dad was never home to make those decisions for them. No, you, you. They were they were already at home with the kids, which is already a full-time job, especially when you got two or three of the little turds running around. Well, I mean, you don't know Do you nothing about kids? a full-time job. I don't have job. kids, but I worked with them long enough to know that. It is a full-time job to stay at home with them. Uh, yeah. No, because you're not training you them. You're when, not you teaching them. When do you, you think... You gotta train them. You gotta train them to eat by themselves and poop and pee by themselves. No, you they, gotta, they do that regardless. You gotta teach them. You gotta bring them up to be decent human beings, if which your, kid, your parents failed to do. No, if the kid has any sense, he's not gonna poop or pee on himself. Or go number one. The kids don't do so that. So you're saying you had no potty training whatsoever and you just learned how to crap in a toilet by yourself? No. If, if I was... When I was a child, if I did something, you know, to dirty myself, my dad would take me in the back of the yard... Pull me out, get me with the water hose, and rinse me off until I learned that that's uh, uh, unhealthy. That's not what you want to do. Oh, my goodness. I learned it at a young Arkansas's age. Arkansas's finest, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want to do that. Now, I personally, what uh, surprises me in this article was uh, 20% of, uh, 27% of women have control over the uh, remote control as well. That's crazy, too. Yeah. I, when do you think this happened? they watching Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> Something like that? See, I don't have that problem. I don't watch the, the girly sitcoms and stuff. What do you I've watch? Never, I've never watched them. I'm home. I'm at home watching the football games and the basketball games and baseball. Good woman. Yeah, she's been trained. Net, food Network and Sex in the City. I have not been trained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when do you think this has happened? The the American man really has gone on a decline of Since what the control they had in the household. I would start with around in the sixties. I think is when it all began. When you know the equal rights movement. Uh, Women should vote. They I'm pushing it back further. I'm really? pushing it back to probably the late 80s, early 90s of uh, the buffoon male sitcoms. Where really? every, everything you watch on uh, TV, even commercials, if you watch a commercial, it's white men being buffoons. White men uh, kowtowing to the wife at the home because he is an idiot. It's, it's Tim the Toolman Taylor <laughs> trying to uh, our, get away... Our. Trying to get away with adding <laughs> horsepower to his truck. That's the only thing he cares about. It, it, it's the sitcoms that have really killed the American man. Everybody has this uh, this thought of white men in the family that we're just idiots. We go to work, do a dumb job. We come fat. home. Yeah, we're fat. Lazy. We're king of queens. Drink beer all the time. Yeah. Not the mama. Yeah, we, we're, we're Sinclair. We're Sinclair from <laughs> Dinosaurs. And not the mama. Yeah. 
That's all the kid knows, not the mom. I you you have a point there. I don't know why why we've been portrayed that way in that manner. I certainly don't think so. Uh, I don't think it's like that at the house. It's not in my situation. But it's showing in these studies that men, for the most part, have lost control of their home, and I I can see where it's happened uh, as far as. What, how we're looked at on TV. Now, I've spoke out on this this point alone. Uh, control, control your woman. If you got a good woman, you kind of know how to control her. Now, I'm not saying you know grab her by the hair that and drag her around like me. caveman style. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's some. There, the man is head of the household. You know, you control. You you pay the bills. You go out and do the. No, thing. the stereotype is that the man is the head of the household. So the woman is. Is that the way you want it? You I want think, the woman no, to start taking over? I think it should be over? a shared responsibility. How can you share the responsibility though? Like, what? what how do you split that up? That's okay. I think. That's hey, that, personal, where I think the problem comes from. Personal example. Okay. Okay. My parents. Mm -hmm. Stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, she makes all the decision on, you know, what color we're going to paint the house. I was just with my dad at the Home Depot today getting paint for the house. Yeah, I guarantee your dad's not making, going along with pink. She, no, it's not pink. No, because he controls your mom. He's gonna, she's going to get a nice dark maroon, maybe a green, and maybe paint the living room camouflage. Yeah, nice forest green and, uh... But, she well, makes all of the domestic, she does make all of the domestic decisions, but What color dad, did she paint? What colors did she choose? Would you let me finish? Let, let, her, let her finish. All right, sorry. Okay, but my dad is, he is the sole provider for the house. So he makes all of the financial decisions and all of the huge, you know, the, the, reality decisions. Yeah, the real decisions. Yeah, exactly. And, we let her and it's a shared responsibility to have a home. And by the way, she painted the house. The door is black or obsidian stone. Mainly. And the outside is like a, a tannish... Uh, Something uh, and then it's like a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a base, in a base uh, trim. Spanish manly. I would, uh, I would have to think that uh, <clears throat> if men had control over right. how the house looked, it would be that panel side wood everywhere. Oh, that is uh, no, awful. No, maybe not panel side. I like wood indoors though. Wood indoors, but not that panel side. If you get like some nice cedar, put some cedar around the yeah. walls, cedar walls. But That's sharp. You see those everywhere in the south, don't you? But if if you were a man. And why would you want to sit around, dab and paint around the house? You just want to tack up some fake wood and be done with it. Well, you kind of, it's almost picking and choosing your battles. Mm -hmm. And I can see, but the thing about controlling your woman is, it's not the caveman style, as I alluded to earlier. Yeah. It's influencing your woman and, you know, kind of controlling her, her mental state. You know what she's going to choose. You're, you're, acting, you're acting like you're the dog whisperer. What do you mean? Have, have you ever seen that show? No. No. The, uh, Please tell me how to act, Caesar. Well, you let her, you you influence her decisions, and you know you let her know. Yeah, you're making the decision. Good job. What a good color you picked out there. And you know the next thing you know, she's got your favorite team plastered up all over the wall. And good job. So that you're was using your reverse decision. psychology. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Because, what do, you, what do you like to watch when you get home? That's mm -hmm. such garbage. Football. Because uh, yeah, you've been. Satchel is such you. an evil genius <laughs> that he's able to. Uh, Play Jedi mind tricks on a woman. Trust yeah. me, he thinks he's doing everything, but it's just the opposite. Trust me, young. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, it's it's about controlling your woman and letting her think she's making the big decisions in mm -hmm. life. No, it's, it's, it's a about compromise. Being responsible. Oh, you just said it was a compromise. Right. Did I not say it was a shared responsibility? But so listen. you agree with me? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's a Write compromise. Down, you control her thoughts. I'll you let you her think, and she's making the right decision. The muffins already controlling your thoughts. She's already having influence over you. You are on one side completely, and now you've come across without even knowing it. And, and you think you're winning. She has beat you already. 
Because I said compromise? Yes. I misspoke. We're on the air for three hours. You're going to make a loud mistake. Next time I say compromise, hit the dump button. You're crying out loud. I slipped. 800 636 1067. 800 636 1067. It is at 106.7 WJFK. I'm talking about this article in Life Science. At home, women rule. I guess over the years, we've lost control of the house. If you're a guy. It's a shame. It's only 43%. It's not like it's a huge, like, 80 20 Well, 43%. And I think shared responsibility is almost as equal. And the guy only has, like, 20% in there. So it's, yeah, it's more women than anything. It's a shame. There's more women than men. We need to get more manly things. Right, okay, here's a here's another manly thing. Let's get something manly. Manorexia. <laughs> Manorexia. So this goes back to what you're talking about earlier. Yeah. Men losing control of the household because they're a bunch of fruits. Yeah, uh, more men <laughs> suffering from manorexia. What the hell health is that? Experts warn. Uh, what the hell is manorexia? I guess every man wants to be a size zero. It says in here. So they are they are trying to uh, lose and the the. the uh, the picture on this article is just a bunch of men in briefs. I want to say, where did this poll take place, too? San this Francisco? One, nope, this one took... Uh, Miami. Nope, it's an uh, overseas one, London. London Fashion Week. Fashion? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of manly men in fashion. Oh, actually... Uh, look at the women in fashion. They look like a bunch of cokeheads that <laughs> haven't slept in yeah, weeks and haven't eaten in about a month. That actually, actually, the, uh, uh, the uh, London Fashion Week printed the article. Actually, the article was... Taken at, uh, uh, the study was taken at Harvard. L.A. I can see this going out in L.A. Some of those people. Harvard is in L.A. Well, no, I know. I'm talking about okay. this this manorexia type thing. Guys with this type of attitude that want to be a size zero. I can see it out in Hollywood. That the well, I would I would throw you in the manorexia category. I'm sc- I'm scrawny. That doesn't mean I'm 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 depriving myself of food and basic nutrients. I had three glasses Binge of milk. I had my Wheaties this morning. <laughs> what do you eat on a daily basis to keep that that girlish figure? I had two bologna, bologna? cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I did. I had chicken and bologna with mustard and mayonnaise and pickles. I had pancakes and and six pieces of bacon for breakfast. Uh, the first bologna sandwich was a, a snack. I'll tell you what. The and bowl at your house has to look terrible. It just has to look like a a, oh a, a chocolate murder. <laughs> and I'm and I'm like. I'm griping it to you, J-Dubs, about drinking eight energy drinks yeah, a day. Six. And then Flip here lives off of bologna. <sighs> it's a delicacy. I've never it's seen a man delicacy. eat anything else too. during lunch except bologna and maybe some buffalo chicken to spice it up. we got to take a break here. We'll come back with more. It is The Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Do you suffer from fingernail sensitivity? Does your dog have ass mites the size of small kittens? Are you sometimes uncomfortable in social situations because of uncontrollable secretions from swamp ass? Well, come on down, folks, to Pocahats Apothecary. We have a wide assortment of tonics, ointments, and salves to soothe your ailments and your four-legged friends, too. And as always, folks, these products are made fresh daily. Guaranteed not to re-rack, run down your cracks, or sink or swell up in the summertime, even in the south. This guarantee is unsurpassed in the apothecary industry. We are just a short drive across the branch, on down the holler about a mile and a half from Cooter's Couch Shack. We've been in the same location for the past 35 years. We ain't moved or relocated, and nobody's ever asked us to. 
Disclaimer. The rim racking rundown you're cracking is only guaranteed on humans. Your pets and or farm animals may experience stinking or swollen up in the summertime, especially in the south. Polecats Cats carries a trademark of Polecat Inc. It's a hot hip-hop fashion trend. You, you know what it is. It's a hideout. Blink. Blink. Homeboy. Look back. I might blind you. Yeah. Welcome back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. We just got done talking about the man. decline of the American man, the man losing the control over the household. We need to get more manly things in the hideout. Manorexia. Yeah, manorexia is where's, where's big Jack, out there. Jackie Gleason. Where's the honeymooners? Jackie Gleason. Where's, he was a man. He was, he was a man's man. And Paul Newman, who died this week, he was a man. Paul Newman, man. We haven't even talked about that. No, we haven't. What's your favorite Paul Newman movie? Cool Hand Luke. Without Is it Cool Hand Luke? That's Dude. one that, I put Cool Hand Luke in one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. What was your favorite scene? My favorite scene, maybe, was there, I think there were several fight scenes between him, who was old boy, who was a big old boy. He came in. He rolled. He rolled the. My favorite scene is, is so he goes to jail and you know mm-hmm. the, there's oh, oh the big old big old boy who pretty much runs the whole scene and then finally when when you see that transition when they're fighting and stuff like that and Cool Hand Luke kept on getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. kept on getting pounded into the ground that reminds me of something else Manly we'll talk about here in a second but when he just keeps on taking that beat down mm-hmm. and finally the big guy gives up and then you see the transition of Cool Hand Luke becoming the big dog and then. You know, it's that transition to where the big old boy is now the little puppy, you know, bouncing around on his toes, you know, cheering for Luke and stuff like that. That's That, that transition from from Luke as the small dog to Luke becoming a big dog is pretty much my favorite part. God, I got to go with uh, the egg scene. It's the, <laughs> it's the greatest scene in any movie he's ever done. I, it, it's just so memorable, and yeah. everybody references it to this day for a reason. It was a great scene. I like when he when he was sneak out of jail. I guess it was to see his mom. I hadn't seen the show in a while. I need to go back and revisit that. Uh, when he snuck out to go see his mom, and then mm. they put him back in the hole, and then they what we we got here is failure to communicate. Mm-hmm. When he goes out there and makes that whole speech, and then uh, keeps Luke in the hole for Lord knows how long. That was pretty no, good. No, that was on that other movie. Oh, it was that movie? It was that movie. That's cool, Luke. That's cool, and Luke. No, I'm referring to. Um, You're thinking of oh Guns N' Roses. No, what were we? <laughs> we were making fun of Kid McLovin a couple weeks ago because he'd never seen that movie with um, Damon Wayans in it. It's one of we were. Oh, Major on Pain. It. Major yeah. Pain. He stole that yeah. from Major Pain. Yeah. <laughs> that's the originating yeah. Major Pain. Although Major Pain is one of the greatest, I, I put that in my I top love, ten as well. I love Major Pain. Major Pain is in my top ten as well. Get lots of TBS primetime. I don't know if I'd call it my top ten. But Paul, Paul Newman, 83 Slap years old. shot. The Hustler, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Now, this is something I was thinking about. My mom, 55, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she's going to be mad that I said that on the air. <laughs> but, uh you know, when she was coming along, Paul Newman was the big deal when she was a young girl. Stud. And uh, when Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid came out, everybody was, Paul Newman this, Paul Newman that. And my mom and some of her friends were like, but there's this other guy in the movie. He's so cute. And it turned out to be Robert Redford. Uh, right, I'm going which is gayer, Paul Newman or Robert Redford. Hold Robert on. Redford. It's definitely. Robert Redford, definitely. Paul Newman is manly man. And the manliest of man, he, he's up there with Jackie Gleason and the original caveman who used to beat their women and drag them by the hair uh, for manly man. Paul Newman is up there, 
definitely at the top. But that whole Butch. Who am I going as Paul Newman? Uh, Robert, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Robert. Some reason I was thinking Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Nick Nolte, Blue Chips. Uh, but That's what you pull out of Robert Redford is Blue Chips, the no, not, Shaq movie? No, not Robert Redford. You said Nick Nolte. Oh, Nick Nolte, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else Nick Nolte has done off the top of my head. Didn't Sorry. I apologize, but... Wow. Barely. Paul Newman is gayer than Robert Redford. Ah. God bless. Really? Yeah. Man, 83 years old. Mm. He's on... And if you don't know him from his movies, he's the ranch guy at McDonald's. He's on the ranch packet. He has a whole line yeah. of organic foods and products, yeah. which that's why I love him. Look you don't love him because of his body of work that you... That is just uh. Well, of course, I've known him as an actor and stuff, mm -hmm. but he makes all of his um. Are you one of those organic made. girls who? I am. Are, do you eat meat at all? I I don't eat red meat. And so I don't not eat manly. Pork. Don't eat red meat or pork. So no. you eat fish and chicken? Yeah, and turkey. Go to mm -hmm. London, fish and chips. Yeah. Have it all day. But all right, Paul Newman. Now this is Butch Cassidy, and Sundance Kid. You know that's when he used to do all his big movies and stuff mm -hmm. like that. He used to be good back in the day when people that are fifty year olds really enjoyed him. Now he's dead. And he meant a lot to those people. Huh? Who, out of our society, uh, in the movies right now, that it, who, who's equal to Paul Newman? Or not manly, but who's equivalent to a Paul Jack Newman? Jack Nicholson. But still, that's kind of still out of the old school. Yeah, that's, you know? that's old school. I mean, he's school. still out there. You mean but like our generation? Yeah, our generation. Like, I would say Adam Sandler. And, you know, no. I wouldn't say Adam Sandler. What are you Sandler. talking about? I'm talking no. about age group-wise. Oh, Adam Sandler has good movies. You are insane. What? What's his good movie? All, all of them. They're the up. same one. After Billy Madison, they went down. That was good. Billy Madison was good. You are putting... I'm not Adam putting, Sandler I'm not, as a Paul Newman of our time. You no, are doing that. I'm not going to lie you. Then I'm why just, bring it up? I'm, his age. Hey, you, I don't care about Johnny his age. Depp. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. There, yeah, you go. there you go. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. And yeah. Brad Pitt is manly. I don't care. Give a damn. Okay, you? now we're on a better yes, track than Adam Sandler. Right, I was going you off half age. retard. No, I was going I don't off care what age. age thing is. Well, well, the thing was, I was trying to, she said Jack Nicholson. That's too old. So I'm trying to think of somebody, our age group, something like that. Adam Sandler age. Now, he, Adam Sandler's done quite a few movies. Some of them that I have found entertaining. Yeah, entertaining, but not George great pieces of art. All right, Brad Pitt, though, has done Brad Pitt, the, uh, the guy who's with him in Fight Club, American History X. Uh, Edward Norton. Norton. He's good, too. Oh, he's great. He's Brad awesome. Pitt. I would give Brad Pitt. I would say he's the guy. He's the Paul Newman out of our generation. He has picked some really good movies. 12 Monkeys, uh, Fight Club. Fight Club um, is one of my favorite snacks. Some, yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's looked at as kind of a pretty boy, but I'll tell you no. what. His, 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 his movie choice his movie choice is terrific. His acting skills. He's an excellent actor. He mm -hmm. is. I mean, it's, it's comes somewhat to movie choice, but then it's taking the role... And doing what he did. What he did in Fight Club, Ocean's Eleven. Uh -huh, I didn't like Ocean's. I liked it. I liked Ocean's. Every role, everything that Brad Pitt's ever done, I have a man crush on. <laughs> Brad Pitt or Paul Newman? Brad Pitt or Paul Newman, which is gear? Yeah, and oh then my. I got one for that. Brad Pitt or Paul Newman. But as far as it goes, to me, Brad Pitt is the Paul Newman of our generation. With what Fight Club is, that's a top ten movie on my list. Uh, Snatch. That's wow. A, that's the top fifteen. Thelma and Louise. I'm going to smack you over there. <laughs> that was his first movie. <laughs> Paul Newman, much gayer than Brad Pitt. Thanks, thank you. 
Brad Pitt is as manly as they come, and he's a good-looking dude too. And I'm getting, yes, I'm yes. getting all this solely from witchesgayer.com, where they use Google Trends to tell you which is gayer. That's one guy that I've never said. Oh, you know, he's a pretty boy. He's nothing like that. Brad Pitt deserves every piece he gets. What about that new role? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Burn after reading. I gotta the, go see that. It's where he he looks that's like a Clooney. fruitcake. That Clooney, dude. That's what. I, this is the second one I wanted you to do. Witchesgayer.com. Witchesgayer. Paul Newman. I mean, excuse me, not Paul Newman. Brad Pitt. Or George Clooney. It's got to be George Clooney. I don't know. I like George Clooney, too. I kind of like George I'm Clooney. I'm a Clooney fan. But I think he's, I think he's more the uh, arrogant Hollywoods, you know, kind of... He was raised goofball. on a tobacco farm in Kentucky. Now, I'll tell you what. It's very, very slight. I'm going Brad Pitt's manlier. Brad Pitt is gayer. Really? Oh. Than, Paul, than, uh, than uh, George Clooney. Really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't expect that. Would you rather go, would you go see a George Clooney film or would you go see a Brad Pitt film? They're always in the same films together. No, it's Fight, Fight Club and Snatch, <laughs> and the Monkeys movie. Twelve Monkeys. And the the Meet Joe Black. Yeah, Meet Joe Black was actually I like decent. That. I like that movie. Did you cry? No, no. Liar. I'm, I'm a straight adult male. What's you your favorite so Brad Pitt lying. movie? Uh, my favorite Brad Pitt movie would have to be. Um, I have to go Fight Club. Me too. Yeah. That right there is a very underrated movie, I think. Mm. Underrated. Everybody loves that movie. I, yeah. That, that, that a is considered a good it. movie. A lot of people haven't seen it. That doesn't mean it's underrated. It just means it's... There's, there's, there's a bunch of jackasses everybody, everybody, there. everybody who like, Everybody watches it really likes it. How about Snatch is an underrated movie? Snatch is hilarious. And it's a funny movie. Do you know what Nemesis means? That's my favorite <laughs> line. <laughs> Do you know what Nemesis means? And so he starts ripping through there. Is that our, uh, is our answer? Brad Pitt is the Paul Newman of our time? I think so. I know we were trying to discuss it earlier. I think you, Vin Diesel. No. <laughs> the he is terrible. Uh, and uh, for some reason, old co-host El Jefe thought he was radio's Vin Diesel. And I never understood that. He's, uh, 800-636-1067. we got to take a break here. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is a Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Do you suffer from fingernail sensitivity? Does your dog... Drink. All right, do we got it? There we go. Hide out. Yeah. Hide out. What are you doing with your pants? You're home for a You're Canada now. Don't worry, I'm ready to The hideout. Audio. 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 It is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. We played the audio overload open because we're about to jump back into this uh, this preacher, Reverend James Manning. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's been making a, a few uh, waves out there in the black community. This is the first time I've ever heard of him. Yeah, uh, well, he's, uh, he's lighting it up on the YouTube. Look, listen to me. I sound like I'm 70 on the YouTube. On the YouTube. I hear stuff on the internets. <laughs> this guy is uh, pretty controversial. Yeah, he, uh, he he's a black preacher in New York City, I believe, over in the uh, the uh, Harlem area, speaking out against the black community and speaking out against Obama to the point that he's gotten a lot of death threats. I'm going to play one of the shorter clips, and then we'll play the clip of uh, him responding to the death threats. Let's see. Um, we'll do the Mac Daddy clip. Here's uh, Reverend Manning talking about Obama being a Mac Daddy. 
is a Mac data. Obama pimps white women and black women. He got started. You didn't notice him till he brought out those big chested white women with their tight t-shirts and their short pants. That's what a pimp does. Oh, come on. That's what oh, started his campaign. He put his name on two big 54 D's. <laughs> Obama. That's where you first saw his name. That's the first place I saw it on two great big old <laughs> He's a Mac Daddy. He pimps white women and black women. Obama is a long-legged Mac Daddy. And uh, for that comment and many others, uh, some speaking out against the black community, uh, he has uh, been getting death threats. And this is how he responds to the death threats. This is kind of a longer clip, so we'll just keep on cutting in and out. And... Uh, comment on it as it goes. Here's Reverend James Manning, MD. To those of you PhD. who are Barack Hussein Obama supporters who are threatening to kill me because I am exposing him to the world as the emissary of the devil, which he is, a closet homosexual and the product <laughs> of a white like trashy mother. You need to understand that only death will stop me and real, from speaking this truth. Real quick, uh, the reason why he called him a closet homosexual, he's uh, kind of uh, buddied up with, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, he had a whole video out of how he claimed he had uh, gay relations and uh, smoked crack now with Barack. Um, uh, Sinclair was his last name, I believe. Um, yeah, no, no, no. it's just believing too much on the internet. Yeah, and he uh, he actually got arrested after uh, after uh, Barack picked um, Biden as his running mate. The same day, this uh, this guy got arrested at a press conference for some previous warrants, and I don't think he's out yet. I think he's still in jail, but he's the one that claimed that him and Barack had relations of the oral variety, and uh, they partook in some cocaine. So uh, that's where he refers to the homosexuality, and now he's uh, taking it as gospel truth. That you might further understand my resolve, I suggest that you listen to the rest of this posting, and you will then be well advised that I am ready to die before living in the presence of someone like this emissary of the devil, Barack Hussein Obama. Here is my message to you. I think oftentimes when people hear me and see me, they think that I'm a fool. Why would they think, they that? think that somehow or another I've lost my mind. I don't. Many people say I hate black folk. And that I'm not down with the in crowd. And that I'm not for the black cause and I'm not for the black people. Many people think that about me. Others call me an Uncle Tom, Aunt Jemima, buffoon, handkerchief head. I promise not to inflict myself upon you much further, but I want to say this. As Jesus stated in John's Gospel 10, and one of those verses we read a few moments ago, that nobody takes my life from me, Jesus said. I lay it down of my own. He's kind of amping up here. Uh, he gets very animated in the next couple of minutes of uh, welcoming 
people to try to assassinate him. Well, he's, he's warming the crowd up. Yeah, he's, what uh, he's doing. He can't just come out screaming. He's it's, not Sam Keniston. He's the opening act for himself. Yeah. All you can do is cuss, but you don't have the strength. It takes commitment to something, and you're not committed to anything. You're just a whole lot of hot air. Talking about killing me. But for those who are hired to do so, let me say this. Those of you who are faithful followers of me, when I look at the sorry state of the black community, the destruction of the family, the loss of integrity, when as a young boy, black shot down every day for two years without stopping on the streets of Philadelphia and the same in Jacksonville and Chicago and in Detroit. And though this is not a part of America, in Jamaica, there are over 700 murders of black people, black men shot down in Jamaica in the last five months of this year. And the same in Trinidad and Tobago. I want to know why all preachers have to have this inflection. I like it. You do? Yeah, yeah it keeps you from going to sleep. Really? I, you've I, been, I can tell you haven't been to church on Sunday. If you have somebody yeah. who doesn't have that inflection... Yeah, I, I went to a Methodist church. It was very monotone and I, straightforward. I, I grew up Methodist as well. Yeah. And did you not sleep? I never slept in church. No, it was only an hour long. You, I always slept get my in ass church. beat if I fell asleep in church. Yeah. I mean, you course, couldn't help it. My dad Southern was in Baptist. the choir. <laughs> my dad was in the choir, and we would kind of look and kind of, my family would start elbowing each other, and mm -hmm. dad would start nodding off. I mean, that's why you have that inflection when you start to doze off. And then God said, you, you boo, you know, you jerk. What did God say? Now look at what we are as black people. I'd rather <laughs> be dead than to continue to live and call myself a black man against such statistics. Hallelujah. I don't want to be one of you. I don't want to be one of you weak men, weak people. I'd rather die. Death is welcome rather than to call myself you spineless black men. I agree with those strength. I agree with what he's saying. Do you not agree with what he's saying? Um, I think he's just uh, grasping onto a lot of stereotypes. And oh, he's, saying, he's, he's pointing out the yeah. stereotypes. You know what? Yeah, he's pointing out love... stereotypes, but I, I don't think that's the vast majority. You know what I would fun. love to hear is someone from his group or congregation or one of those mm -hmm. 80 billion fan clubs that you gave me and see what their perspective of him is, especially when he's up there, you know, depicting the black man as spineless and weak and mm -hmm. with no integrity and all this fun stuff. I would love to hear from someone well, that's a part of his group and, and see what they think about, about him. Like, yeah, I guess. that's the whole concept of preaching to the choir. When you sit there and the preacher's in the, in the, in the, giving his sermon, he's talking about people not coming to church. The whole concept is he's preaching. You know, hey, you're preaching to the choir. Of course, you're telling the choir about attendance. They're the ones that are there. He's not saying those are the spineless people, the ones that are there in the service, the ones that follow him. They're the ones that are agreeing with him and saying, you're right. It's not about them. He's not talking to them. He's talking about the stereotypes in the black community that are big stereotypes out there for a reason. Yeah, yeah but he... Look at the, the child, the unwed mother birth rate and stuff like that. The... the which is raising in all demographics. I know, but still, what's the highest demographic? It would be the black demographic, correct? I'm not sure. I don't have that figure in front of me. I'm just you're guessing. You're I'm, guessing, I'm guessing out of a stereotype. I'm, I, and that's I the am. problem. I'm doing it's the same thing do that he's doing, exactly. but I guarantee this, right? I don't guarantee, but I'd be, I would place a small wager, $5. <laughs> that that's all right, let's correct. continue with this. Don't take care of your children. Can't feed them. 
You don't have any integrity. Exactly. To true. He's talking I to people on welfare. Come on with that. He's you talking about a very small minority. People that are on welfare. Yes, a very small minority. Okay, of, that's a big deal. If he's talking to the people on, on welfare, but he, he's, he's on. He, but he, yeah, he just says you, Amen, you, you people on welfare. But if he's saying just black people overall, there's a, he's there's a problem. He's not saying yes, each and every is. black person out there. He's, he's saying, saying the black people that are on welfare, the people that are making this stereotype true. That's who he's preaching to. Do me a favor, you will make my day! But while I have life, while I have breath, while I have strength, I'm going to keep on preaching to you black people until you get the strength of God, the power, and the wisdom of God back in you. You better kill me. That's what you better do, because if you don't kill me, I'm going to deliver you. Absolutely correct. I agree with everything. Somebody has got to stand up and say, listen, what you're doing in the black communities, I know it's not everybody in here. I know it's not the people in the congregation, but the people in the black communities that are giving the black community a bad name. This is who I'm talking to. This is who finally somebody in the black community is standing up and saying, listen, what we're doing is wrong. We need to change that and stop following in line. Stop thinking hip hop and rap music is the way to go. Stop thinking having babies at 16-year-old is the way to go and raising your child on welfare is the way to go. Finally, somebody in the black community is saying, this is wrong. But if you listen to the guy and every view he has, he takes it to the extreme. Well, of course. I and mean, then, I have extreme views. So do you. Everybody does. But look at his message as a whole. It's, it's extreme. The message as a whole is extreme. Maybe they need a radical change. Maybe that extreme message that he's delivering it what needs to be heard. My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the point of this is, for me at least, um, when you, you open the door during these debates to your preachers, this is the other stuff that pops up. And this stuff will, will kill you out there. I mean, the, the Reverend Wright, he came out and was polar opposite and polar opposite crazy. Well, he was for Muslims, wasn't he? No, oh, he's Christian. Oh, what was, what was that about? What are you talking about? I don't even know who the this Reverend is. Reverend Wright? What did he say? He's the one that uh, said, uh, God damn America. God uh, has nothing to do with it. See, Muslim. No. Yeah. It's, he, it was the... Uh, God bless America. <laughs> exactly. All right. Sounds like terrorists My talk to me. What else did Wright say? Reverend Wright was also the one who said that uh, uh, white people put AIDS in the black community, which... When was this? I don't pay attention to this Who crap. spreads it? What, Reverend Wright? When was Reverend Wright? <laughs> that was about uh, six months ago. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. I remember um, some of the crazy... I thought he had a... Maybe it was his wife that... I thought he had like, Islamic ties or something like no. that. No. All right, maybe I was off on that. Is his wife that had Islamic See, ties? that's the problem here. Hell, if it See, happened I mean, yesterday, There's no Islamic ties at all. No. But then you, you get Obama in the mix, you get uh, a few of these news sources in the mix, and just start throwing uh, terrorists out there on everything Obama. And I'm not going to vote for Obama. I'm voting for McCain. But I also do not think he's a terrorist. I don't think he has any terrorist ties. I do think that uh, he'd probably be um, the hope. For our enemies to be to be uh, to be uh, put in office, I think our enemies would salivate at that chance. That's, but a, that's a good question. I do not think he has any ties to terrorism. You know what? If you were a terrorist, totally, how would you vote? Totally reminded me of something. Mm -hmm. 
When I was uh, filling in for Dan York on Morning Magazine, mm-hmm. we had, it was on September 11th, mm-hmm. or actually it was on September 10th. We had someone call in about, um, we hadn't mentioned September 11th at the time, yeah. and someone called in, and he goes, aren't you scared? And we were like, well, why? And he said, because it's September 11th, Barack Hussein Obama, and this guy wasn't going to work, wasn't sending his kids huh. to school. He, he was, was creating like, internet hiding, rumors. He was hiding out. And, like, he said he was taking his kids somewhere. This guy was freaking out completely. He, he probably wasn't. wasn't completely uh, convinced that uh, uh, that uh, Barack Obama was has ties to terrorists and that it's going to have another. This guy was probably up. fasting. He probably lets his wife control his household, and he wants to be a size zero. <laughs> All right, he has manorexia. That's what drove him over the yeah, edge. He's weak. He was he's right. with no control. All right, we will, uh, we're going to end this little bit of uh talk about james debate. manning Phew. and uh well we also have to get into the uh the four o'clock games for the nfl we haven't gotten into those yet we which include the, the uh the redskins that's all coming up next it is the hideout 106.7 wjfk the hideout i'm starting to think you might be communists Hey, it's J-Dubs here to tell you about Sunshine Feminine Clinic in Silver Spring and Falls Church. They provide preventative medicine as well as procedures if you decide to terminate the pregnancy. Listen, having an abortion is no laughing matter, but at Sunshine Clinic, we aim to make it as pleasant as possible. While your feet are in the stirrups, take part in our luxurious pedicures. Peel away the shame with our premium mud mask. Mood music will cover the sobbing coming from the room next door. Then make sure you stop by the gift shop to see all the stuff people would have bought you if you carried the term. The experience doesn't stop there. Enroll in our online same-sex love connection page for that inevitable man-hating lesbian stage that you'll go through. Sunshine Feminine Clinic with two locations, one in Silver Spring and the other in Falls Church. I would go as far as saying they are the Patch Adams of unwanted pregnancies. That is Sunshine Clinic. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. It is the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, we'll have some pictures up of Muffin, Nicole, in a little bit. Uh, we can't get them up on WJFK.com right now. We're having some technical difficulties there. So I'll put them up on... Uh, the uh, the uh, MySpace and Hideout Radio, and uh, as well as mine, myspace.com slash jdubs517. You can check it out there after the show. I'll get it right up there for you. But you can call us. Yep, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Also, uh, Hideout Radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. Coming up after the Hideout, with me, J-Dubs, Flip Satchel, and Nicole Muffin. Joe Radio. Joe, are you there? Yeah, I am. How's it going, guys? Not bad. How are you? Joe. Good. Um, J-Dubs, the Sunshine, yes. the Sunshine Clinic made me laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so going to hell for laughing at that. That's those Saturday night uh, new ratings, man. The, yeah, you, we're you getting do some your good job. sponsors in there. That uh, you, you put on a good show, sponsors just flock to the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, what's a J-Dub's fruit basket? Well, um, <laughs> Is that some sort of innuendo? Yes. Am I missing something there? Well, have you ever, uh, have you ever been... Uh, a slip nude? Yes. Uh, the view you get is a fruit, fruit basket. basket. Yeah. Have you seen basket. the movie Waiting? Uh, no, I don't. The goat. 
I don't watch many uh, movies. No? That's no. a fruit basket. It's something you can sell on the side, a part-time job. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, it comes in different sizes, selection. <laughs> So, Joe, uh, what do you got going on on Joe Radio tonight? Well, it's been a very busy week up here in Washington, as you know. Yes. So we're going to be talking about the bailout. We're going to be talking about... What side are you falling on that? Uh, well, it's a necessary evil. I mean, if we don't mm. do it, then you're, you're not going to be able to cash your paycheck. So, But yeah. we'll, be, we'll be talking a little bit about that. We'll be talking about um, Sarah Palin and how she's dropping off and becoming pretty much irrelevant. And... Uh, Lots of stuff like that. I mean, we've got uh, CEO murdered by a mob of sacked Indian workers over in, in India. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. So, I, you know, I don't think uh, they're going to be sending many more jobs over there because that's become an actual normal occurrence over there. Actually, the, the police over there are, are condoning it, so we'll be talking about that. <laughs> I, personally, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> and uh, also... Uh, well, how about we make ourselves... We turn our uh, ourselves just kind of like... Uh, uh, did Goldman Goldman Sachs do this this week? Uh, turn ourselves into a uh, investment bank by name, just so we can get a little bit of this bailout. Sure, sure. I mean, why not? you just gotta kind of change your name a little bit, and we can uh, we can start getting on this billions and billions of dollars. I can't figure out why Washington Mutual went under this week, and they're still sending me credit card apps. <laughs> How does well, that work? Uh, That's because they got to give me some of that. <laughs> they get eighteen point. They get eighteen percent of on the money you borrow from them. So that's how they make their money. And now, uh, Wamu. I hate calling Wamu. Yeah. At least we, at least we aren't going to see those damn commercials anymore. Right, right. They're all done. Yeah, those harumph harumph uh, banker commercials with the uh, with the black guy saying, "Hey, I'm cool. These white guys suck, <laughs> and uh, you, that's why you should bank with us." It, it was such a slap in the face commercial. I'm All right, done. So that's what we got coming up. You guys, wonderful. You guys, soldier on five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. All right, four o'clock football games, including the Washington Redskins versus the Dallas Cowboys. Dun, da, da, da. Who do you guys pick, Washington or Dallas? I, I've from the beginning of this year, I said Washington was going to be an awful team. Uh, they are. Proven to be that bad. They're two and one yeah. right now. Uh, they, they got a winning record. They've been doing. Uh, they, they, I'm wrong. They're, they're. I thought they would have gotten beat by the Saints. Who they play last week? Uh, Saints last week wasn't it? Uh, I don't think it was the Saints. Arizona there last week. Go. Yeah, yeah Arizona is a good team, but Dallas. Uh, Dallas is one of the biggest teams in the NFL. Offensive line, defensive line. These guys are huge, and the. Um, I, I, I think Dallas is, is going to the Super Bowl this year. I'm not not gonna. I'd have to agree. Pick them to do it. Uh, Dallas, Washington's better than what I thought, but I don't think Jason Campbell has what it takes to to go up against that. And Dallas here's the thing: defense. it's going to be a great game because Dallas, for some reason, can never pull away from a team. They have to keep it interesting. And Santana Moss blows up against Dallas. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Uh, Washington has always had a, a little knack of. Picking off the big Dallas team. So, yeah. you never know. But I'm going to have to take Dallas just out of pure odds. I'm going to go with Dallas. Everybody there in the D.C. area, you know, thank me. I've picked against you every week so far, and you're 2-1. and one. So, <laughs> I'm doing it again. Congratulations. What's the next game, 4 o'clock? Uh, next game at 4 is San Diego mm -hmm. at Oakland. Raiders. Uh, You're gonna take Raiders? No. Nah, San Diego, all no, the way. All right, my boy, run DMC, Darren McFadden out of Arkansas. The kids, the kid can run the ball, but uh, 
Can you just call him Run DMC? I said Run DMC. Ugh. That's what it was. Uh, San Diego's too good. They're not a one and two team. They're about to get to 500 this week against Oakland. They're going to make Oakland their bitch. Mm-hmm. Especially that old fiasco of the job, Lane Kiffin, and, and old the, the Crypt Keeper, Al Davis. Mm-hmm. That dude passed his prime. And I'll tell you He's what. He's been past his prime I'm for gonna, 20 years. I'm going to stick with my assessment of. Uh, last, there's only three 4 o'clock games yeah. tomorrow. Three, so, yeah. Um, What's the, there's yeah. always three. Yeah, no, it's usually four. Yeah, oh. there's usually four. What else uh, we got? Bye weeks now. You just um, St. Louis Buffalo? Yeah. No, I'm getting ready to do that one. I'm sorry. Buffalo at St. Louis Buffalo. <laughs> St. Louis is god awful. <laughs> they are. The, who, who are the worst teams? You got Oakland, Oakland St. Louis, Rams. Detroit, and Can- Kansas City. And Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City is the worst. I think they're worse than Detroit. Buffalo, I think uh, they're going to win their division this year. I see Buffalo definitely a playoff team. Uh, they're going to smack St. Louis in St. Louis, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. They're about to lay the, the law. Yeah, it's not pretty. And what are the night games? Um, Sunday night. The Sunday night game is McNabb and the Eagles at the Bears. The Bears. Give me the, the Eagles. Bears. I'm going with the Eagles, too. Yeah, the Bears, I mean, you can't do much with... Uh, with uh, the the young stoner at quarterback, what's his name? Uh, Orton. Orton, Kyle Orton. Hey, he's he's a turd. I can't stand Donovan McNabb. I do not I like love him. McNabb. I've never liked McNabb. I never liked the way he played the game. What do you mean? Uh, I was a more of a Culpepper fan. I liked Culpepper more than I did McNabb. Culpepper was terrible. He had one uh, one he, target. Yeah. Uh, and he, he had a couple targets. Yeah. Right. McNabb, though, what has he really done? Uh um, he's taken his team to the NFC Championship game, game four times. Week? Do you think that's McNabb or that defense? Philly's McNabb got a good had defense. a great game last week. Yeah. McNabb has been coming Mc- on this season. But McNabb always has seems- always been able to do it without a, a wide receiver. But he always seems like he's just flimsy, like there's something wrong with him. Like he's he's got yeah, a little Ricky like, Williams in him. What, what's wrong with him is that he hasn't been able to win a Super Bowl yet. And that, I would put... More on uh, uh, T.O. I'm going with McNabb's got a little Ricky Williams in him. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think Ricky Williams, is, is, has he come back at all this year? Yeah. He's, he's, he's got benched, didn't he? Yeah, he's been playing. He's got benched for Ronnie, Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown. He, but they were running two, a two-back system. Though. Yeah, but there was, it, was, so it, was, it was very heavy Ricky Williams until last week when Ronnie Brown just exploded. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? Because Steve Smith was coming back mm-hmm. on my fantasy team, I was like, ooh, Steve Smith's back. I benched Ronnie Brown, and I kicked <laughs> I don't blame myself. You. I don't blame you. I'm still you. kicking myself for it. I was Did you win still? to my stomach. I got my ass beat. Really? I mean, I got rocked. I don't even want to know who, because it would be a... you don't. Uh, Me and uh, Satchel are... We played. A, we had our fantasy matchup last week. We tied. We tied. We we were both. O, we were both zero and two. We, he had ninety five, and I had ninety five. Ooh, really? And we tied. <laughs> we we are the two worst teams in the fantasy football league. Yeah, we, yeah. I was yeah, we, leading. We, I was leading the league. I was number one in points. I was above uh, chemo slice by like seven points. Mm-hmm. And then last week, I just got annihilated. We had to. Me, me and Dubs over here, are, we're the bottom dwellers in the league. Somebody's O must go. <laughs> Unfortunately for us, it was one of us had to win. We come in there, we're both, we haven't won all season. One of us is going to get a and, victory. And you tie. And we tie. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> we still have nothing. Still no win. I hope I get it this weekend because uh, I really need to break into the W category. I'm about to be done with this for God's sake. And you know what's even worse is that the person I was playing last week, 
doesn't even care about his fantasy team. <laughs> That's half of our league this year. I don't want to bore too much of fantasy football because oh. yeah, we're it, the, the league isn't even on the air. So, but uh, yeah, I mean. I, that's my favorite part of the season is fantasy football, and I'm terrible this year. Well, you're a Detroit fan, so you're the Detroit Tigers of fantasy football. We got Detroit Lions. We got yeah, a uh, we got a few different uh, angles we can go with after the break. Uh, vasectomies. Anyway, four against vasectomies in here. Uh, Would you get one? It depends on where I am in life. Now? Well, it depends. <laughs> No. No? Never? No, no. I'm not saying never. Not right now. But if you were uh, offered one today for free for a stunt on the air, you wouldn't do it? Wes? Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Okay. I got I to gotta procreate. Um, ooh, we have the man uh, uh, waving gas at a police officer. We got arrested running for around this piece. We have uh, charges dropped against a man who was accused of farting and then blowing it towards a cop. Dutch oven. No, that's not and then we have uh, also the woman who got uh, 15 to life for her dog mauling. Let's do that dog mauling story when we get back. Okay. Because we can, we can talk about that and what your solution would be for that dog. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. We'll come back, wrap it up before Joe Radio. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I have general herpes, and I used to be embarrassed about my condition, and I lacked the self-confidence to carry myself in public. I would ask myself questions like, why me? Why did I have sex with her? How am I going to pick up women? What happens if I spread it to someone else? Now your herpes worries are over. Visit LoversWithH.com, your number one herpes hookup site on the web. Instantly, you are connected to a nationwide herpes community that is just like you. At LoversWithH.com, you can talk with others that have gone through the same trials and tribulations that you have. They offer a herpes support group that helps you get through those long nights with those really tough breakouts. They also have a solution for all your dating needs. Log on to LoversWithH.com, look up your local city, and instantly you're chatting with other singles in your area with genital herpes. Find out where the herpes colony will be hanging out that evening and experience your first herpes hookup. You will go from, I can't get a date because of my genital herpes, to, I have herpes and my sex life is great. Visit LoversWithH.com, the premier herpes dating and support group website for all your breakout needs. Another dimension, so to say. Hideout. Would you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here? Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into it. J-Dubs is me, joined by Flip Satchel. The Satchel Patch is in the house. We've had a pretty good show tonight, yeah. man. And Nicole Muffin, if you want to see pictures of her, they are on the net right now. She is on hideoutheretics.net. Hideoutheretics.net. There is a thread with her photos on it. And ronfez.net. Ronfez.net in the hideout area. There is a picture of her there, too. So join in. You were Look. downing the show. What do you mean? You were doubting the show earlier. Nah, yeah, I always doubt. Right. We've had plenty to talk about. With the Reverend James David Manning speaking out on Obama. We still have a lot we didn't get to, so do you want to go rapid fire? Congratulations to Maryland. Let's mm-hmm. congratulate them. They, yeah. they upset Clemson today. Lots of upsets all over the college football world. And watch out Redskins uh, tomorrow in Dallas. Can I thank uh, Space Edge, former FBA guy. Uh, he was... Uh, 
the ones who posted up the pictures for us so we can get those online for you. Again, hideoutheretics.net, ronfez.net, and uh, also thank you to the Capitol Police for checking us out tonight as well. Throw a shout-out out there, too. There's PRL in here. You were, we were talking before we went to the, the break there about a, a woman and a dog attack. Yeah, uh, she got 15 years because her dogs viciously attacked her neighbor. Uh, and, Did uh, it kill her? Yep. How is that? 2001. What do you mean vicious? It shouldn't be a viciously attack. The dogs had over, or the woman had over 70 bites on her. A vicious attack in 2001 is when you get your, your calf torn. You had a vicious attack. A couple of weeks ago, yeah, I got out. I got bitten by a dog uh, a couple times. My roommate's dog. That was a vicious attack. Now, a deadly attack from a dog is not to be considered vicious. It's a deadly attack from a dog, a neighbor's dog. Yeah, and that's why she got fifteen to life, which I don't agree with. I think she should have got been executed. She should have been. Yeah, by the dog. Do- the dog should have been let out into the wild, let no. it go run around, hunt deer. You're you're. Theory there is flawed. Your thought process is flawed because I had a dog before, and when I have dogs that I don't want or can no longer take care of, that's what I do with them. I mm. release them to the wild so a dog can go be itself. Dogs yeah. are wild by nature. And uh, is it naughty by nature? Kinda. Okay. OPP is, is down with yeah, you know by me. nature. You let the dog out. You you know I've had three dogs. Duck Daddy Dollars is one that, that comes to instance. I actually found him. Dog Daddy Dollars. Duck Daddy Dollars. Okay. Duck was the dog's name. I was actually driving on a highway, and I thought it was a cat in the median, so I swerved to hit it. By the time I realized it was a little puppy dog, it was too late, so I ran smooth over top of it. Tried to, you what know, are you talking about? How I found this dog. Well, why would you run over a cat? Because, uh, you know, you kick cat cats, killer. you smash cats, you, that's what no, you, you do. Yeah, that's what, that's what future serial killers do. Now, all right, well, I'm a future serial killer then. So the cat was in the median, I swerved right. to hit it, turned out to be a, do- a dog, it was too late, so I centered him. And then my sister screaming, I said, well, Dad, gummit, I just killed that dog. So I turned around, went back, and the dog sitting there spread eagle in the middle of the road. And I said, well, I guess now I'm going to have to keep him. So I was going to name the dog Hit the Deck, because if I hadn't hit the deck, it would have been one dead-ass dog. That's too long for a dog's name, so I named him Duck for short. Well, Duck, when I found him, he had mites all over him, no hair on his ears, splinters in his mouth from eating wood. The dog loved wood. He would eat absolutely anything. Did he? They like it with peanut butter on it, you freak. No, he would he would eat <laughs> Good one. He ate, he ate the futon on the back porch. It was yeah. it was made, I mean the dog would eat wood. He would eat I had a thirty pack of beer that I put on the back porch and he ate it. His number two sparkled. Why didn't you get sparkled a like diamonds? He was a, he would eat anything, it didn't matter. He was like a billy gun. Right, you're a psychopath. Let's let's run through a couple more of these stories. That's what you do. You let you let good dogs out in the woods. I couldn't contain him, he never answered to me, so I let him go. Let him be where he wanted to be in the woods. You don't reward a dog for murdering the neighbor. Doctors told to curb use of Ritalin in hyperactive children. Good. I think too many kids are uh Getting ADHD. They are. There are too many kids getting ADHD, but there are some of us, myself what included. What constitutes getting ADHD? Is well, it like getting, a disease? No, getting the uh, the getting told they have it. That's the what, diagnosis. Yeah, the diagnosis. There's I think too, it's crap. Yeah, I think there's too many kids. You getting weren't that. raised by. You weren't a young satchel. You weren't around young satchel. Thank goodness, when I was not I was a young satchel. From from the ages of four to well, five, where I became really active. Is it? Is it like being on a math twenty four seven for you? Kind of. Is your mind just always bouncing around? I tell you what, it's it's the opposite effect. I could use. I used to when I was drink a lot. Mm-hmm. I would hang out. With you? The, no. Yeah. The three Mesketeers. No. I've told the story about the three Mesketeers, my neighbors. Yeah. 
they would be wired four or five days up on meth, mm. and I can get a 12-pack of beer and have more energy than they do. In Florida, a, uh, a deputy pulls over another uh, deputy, smells booze on him, gives him a ride home, Good. and now he's in trouble. Oh, do you take care of your buddies? Yeah. You look out for each other. Well, that, that's how it used to be even with regular people. You, you got, got pulled road, over. You got Yeah, you get pulled over. They say, hey, you look a little drunk. Let me give you a ride home. Yeah. He's your buddy. You don't want him to get fired. He could lose his job. There's a lot on the line. Hey, man, you made a bad decision. Hop in the back of my car and we'll take you to the house. Yeah. Way to go. That, that sucks he got called out for it. And then a uh, uh, dad got busted for buying his kid booze. Did your parents do that for you? Oh, hell no. Oh, my, my mom would buy me some gold slugger. Oh, gold no. Slugger. My parents still don't drink. Slugger? 20, 27 uh. years old, if I drink around my parents, my dad, will, he still calls me a drunk. I didn't teach you that. You didn't learn that from me. You learned that from your friends, son. I learned that from your touching touchy, uh, antics from when I was a kid. Uh. I drink to get the pain away. I drink for the boozing. I like to, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'm not I'm a big wagon. drinker. I, how long has been since you drank? Um... I drank with well, you like three been, weeks ago. So I started. I started on Sunday. Mm-hmm. No, wait. I started on Monday because Sunday was like you know football Sunday, so yeah. I had to get a little. Oh crazy. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm going to the uh, Bucks game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. Drink. No, no, I'm on the wagon. I can't do it. I used to average, back in my prime, say three years ago, <laughs> I averaged seventy beers a week. Are you insane? How are you not Why? dead? Huh? Why would you do that? That wasn't a lot. To be honest with you. Seventy beers. Well, I mean, people it's get not, the wrong. It's not a lot too. if you if you if you spread it out. But still. if you drink seventy beers a day, it's it's really not a lot. It's I mean, like uh, if you pay, you know, sixty cents per beer. I would buy a twelve pack of Milwaukee's Best every day, Copper Top. You beast. Yeah. Dang. That's how I got all this back hair. <laughs> it is. It gives Luckily, you back hair. Luckily, I'm like going to take your word for that, and I mm. have. It's a natural winter coat. Shave that. Why? Wax it. It grows back thicker. You've obviously never had anything waxed. We're running out of time. The music's going to cut us off, so let me give you the outs. Thank you, Satchel Patch. Thank you, Nicole Muffin. It's a good show. If you go to hideoutheretics.net, you can see uh, pictures of the new girl. She's on there. Uh, As far as long as uh, uh, be nice on the thread, because I'm sure she'll be checking it out. I'm doing it right now. All right, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I be smacking my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes Not interested Five thousand Aye Five thousand